Welcome to the Truth CSGO podcast, episode 27, an interview with Guardian from FaZe Clan, or as I sometimes think of him, courtesy of Simple, Ladislav fucking Kovac. This interview was conducted at IEM Sydney 2018. It's the second of 12 interviews with players from IEM Sydney that will be released day by day. At the end of the interview, I'll answer a listener question that came in last night via Twitter. If you like this interview, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can leave a review on iTunes, which helps. Follow on Twitter at The Truth CSGO or email me, thetruth at thetruthcsgo.com. Enjoy. Hey guys, I'm Guardian. You are listening to Truth CSGO podcast. Are we rushing in or are we going sneaky beaky like? <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here with Guardian. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. It's fine, it's fine. That's what I know you as. You've just won the MVP. Just won IEM Sydney. You are my favourite player in all of Counter Strike, and you're the favourite player, favourite player of a lot of the audience here today. And I know that because I did interviews with a lot of them. <laughs> How does nice. it feel? Uh, obviously, it feels good for a player to hear. But uh, in in the first place, you are playing for your team, so you don't care what if you're MVP or not, if you're winning rounds or not. It's up to the it's team success, like. I don't. I don't care about the MVP. Obviously, it's ni- nice to get, um, nice to be noticed, but it's all about the team success. And as a team, we we succeeded very good. So I'm happy. And obviously, the fans were were great, and they helped us a lot. I feel like since you did that 4K against Fnatic on Overpass, at it was 1v5. Uh, I guess 1v5. Sorry, yeah. 1v5. Yeah, you've been on just like another level. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm practicing. I was practicing a lot before this event. Uh, since uh, I don't know which was uh, before Dreamhack Marseille. I think it was Budapest or something. I played a lot of appeal. I played like 90 games during fr- from Budapest till uh, IM Sydney. So I practiced a lot in the elderly and uh, it showed. I think uh, because of the dedication over over that short period of time. It showed, and uh, I think I'm very confident in, my, in myself. So I'm, I'm confident go, going, going for any pick or any round. So yeah, it it helped me. You, you played 90 FPL games. You, you, I mean, you've already been the best opera in the world years ago. Where do you find the motivation to keep practicing like that? I mean, obviously, uh, you have a period of time when you hate CS and you don't want to play CS. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I have already a wife, I'm married, so uh, that's kind of motivation for me. I want to give her the best future I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you're like, you're getting older, I'm, I'm, I will be still 27 soon, and uh, I wish to have family any soon. So obviously you're not playing only, only for championship titles anymore, but also you want to make the best background for your family. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the motivation. Nowadays you can earn money from this. You can win championship titles. You have young people in your team, like Nico. Yeah. Uh, so if Nico gets the most MVPs, I will be not mad. If he win most tournaments, I will be happy. So uh, that's 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 my motivation here. You say you're thinking about having a family soon. Is that why your dick was itchy at Katowice? <laughs> no, I mean when you are when you are playing Prussian and you have a bunch of uh, happy, positive people in your team, then you are saying so many stupid, funny things. So somehow. Uh, it happened. It was happening. So I was like, "Hey guys, it's happening." So I just 
told them what and you know it's it's all about the team it's it's when you have this kind of people around you you just go for everything the first time we saw we really saw you guys together as a team was the go-karting video i think it was with uh can't remember which event it was e-league e-league but you guys seem to have like fun from the start is that how it's like uh, I mean, when when it was summer break for the player break before I came to the team, when I when I was when I got the offer, I instantly wanted to join and I knew what I'm joining, so I knew it would be just pure happiness and positive thinking and positive team. So I was I was expecting stuff like this. I mean, people can see that we are having fun, we are making fun of each other, we are having fun together. So. It was, it's perfect. I mean, we lost firm first round. It was Dreamhack Malmo, but right after we regrouped for E League and New York, and mm. it all worked. Dude, I was so happy when you won New York again. Yeah. <laughs> that was so awesome. So, how you, what are you looking for, like in um, Dallas? Do you think uh, you guys are going to take that as well? Obviously, as a, supposed to be the, one of the best teams in the world, you want to win every, every single tournament, but. Uh, we we have to start like we have to keep practicing. We have to keep our mood up and motivate, be motivated for the next event. So I think when we come home, it will be one day free, and then we have to practice. So we will practice and we'll do our best in Dallas. I mean, nothing else we can do. Was your wife able to come here this year? No, no, my wife is at home. She mm-hmm. has to travel for a long time. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully she will come to some events in in the future. I mean, she she been she has been in at many events with me, but now she wants to be home. So she's just watching from home. She's proud from home, and yeah, yeah, that's 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 nice, and I'm happy. How long were you guys dating before you got married? Uh, it was like three years or something. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah, knew each other. I mean, we knew each other from like. 2008 or something. Right. We've played in under the same organization in CSOs. In you guys played yeah, yeah so wow. she was in the female team I was in the male team so we knew each other from for a long time so yeah so it she wasn't anything she, anything new she really knows Counter-Strike there yeah of course so she can chew you out if yeah. you make a bad play or <laughs> yeah. dodgy she was uh, when I joined FaZe she was or when we sh- when we started to date she was flaming me a lot really but yeah I mean that's normal my, my father flames me as well so <laughs> what do you mean your father flames you uh, he's he's been he's, he has been watching a lot of games, so he understands CS and he's just like, yeah, you did a stupid peek or stuff like that. So uh-huh. yeah, that kind of stuff. Is he one of those fathers who fancies himself as a coach? Like yeah, yeah, exactly. He, if he would be a, I don't know, he could be a football coach, a soccer team coach, or anything. Yeah, yeah he thinks so, he knows it all because yeah, yeah, he's dad. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, ah, I know it. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I've watched all the matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Cool. Thank you so much for chatting. It's been a real. I could chat with you all night, to be honest. Thank you. So I got a message from listener Gabriel G, longtime listener of the podcast. He said, "I love your most recent podcast. I've been so amazed by your psychological analysis of the game. Thanks, mate. I recently have been getting really interested in CS:GO and have been playing well, but I play on an old Mac. Bye bye. I get about 20 frames per second, and that drops to 10 in gunfights sometimes. I want to build a gaming PC, and I want to know your opinion on whether I should. I have about $600 in my bank account plus a $150 graphics card. I go back and forth daily on whether I should. 
What is your opinion, the pros and cons in your mind? Also, I would love to hear your thoughts on where Cloud9 is going and whether they will ever get back to major winning form with FNS as their IGL. All right, Gabriel G, first up, I feel your pain, my friend. I had a Mac for 32 years. I still have two Macs. And it wasn't until, yeah, a couple of years ago, I actually invested in a mate's PC. He was just uh, upgrading. And I used to get about 20 frames per second if I was lucky, and it would drop down massively anytime someone appeared on screen. So I know what you're going through. I know how tough it is, and it's possible sometimes it feels like to actually improve. Um, what I would say is, technically, if this is what your question actually is directed at, is 600 plus $150 graphics card enough to run smooth Counter-Strike? I would say it probably is. This is absolutely not my domain. As I said, had a Mac for 32 years. I don't really know what the going rate for building your own PC or buying a cheap gaming PC is, but I suspect that Counter-Strike being such an old game can be run more than adequately for that much money. Um, I would also say that you should check the serial number of your Mac if in fact it's an iMac because there was a small run of them at some point in about 2007-2008 that can be used as screens for your PC. I'm actually doing that myself. My iMac is my uh, high definition screen for my PC machine. Um, so check that out. That could save you, you know, the money of a screen. Um, in terms of whether that sort of money will get you a PC that will play like, uh, I don't know, Far Cry 5 running full specs, uh, I, I don't think so. Um, actually, probably definitely not. But um, there are two other potential meanings for your question. One could be whether I think it is a good thing for you to be spending your money on at all. Now, firstly, as I said, I'm 34. You look about 15 in your Twitter. When I was 15, I spent my own pocket money on buying a PlayStation for myself. My parents wouldn't buy me one, so I bought it myself. And um, it turned out to be quite formative for me. And buying that and the experiences I had on that actually changed my life in a lot of ways. So I wouldn't necessarily say buy it just because, you know, you want to do it but what I would do is look at the pros and cons that are in your mind or that you've written down which I'm sure you have and then look at each of those separately and go is this actually my voice because there might be voices in there that come from your parents or they come from a teacher or they come from a friend someone who's going gaming stupid or gaming's a waste of time or uh, or gaming's for idiots or gaming's for nerds right cancel all of those voices out put a line through them just leave all the voices that are absolutely yours right and then if you just listen to those voices and just use those voices for your pros and cons and to make up your mind, then I think it'll be the right decision no matter what. Um, the, third, the third possibility that you're asking me is uh, whether or not it's a good thing for you to be focusing on Counter-Strike at all. Um, I would say it's probably best for you to be focusing on school, young man. But uh, if you're kind of thinking about whether you should go pro or not, one thing you could do is look at your hours. If you've got about 1,200 to 1,500 and you're still around silver, you're still around you know, Nova, mid-Novas, I would say that probably you're lagging a little bit behind the way we see some pros start off in the game. Um, for instance, like Stewie2k, who I'll talk about a bit with the Cloud9 thing. Um, I also wouldn't be too quick to lay that on the fact that you've been getting 10 frames on your Mac. In personal experience, when I changed to a PC, although the experience was much nicer for me, 
and uh, I improved slightly. I really didn't improve that much because if you're anything like me, you kind of adjusted over time to playing with that sort of experience and your game sense or mind game sense actually didn't really change much at all. So I would say have a look at that and have a think about that. And, and, and if you're honest with yourself, if you look at that amount of time you've already put into it and the amount of progression you've made, and maybe it isn't what it should be compared to the other people who've gone pro at a young age, then that's fine because there are other ways you can be involved in this eSport uh, this eSport, if you love it. You can coach, you can analyze, you can write about it, you can talk about it. You can simply help organize the events because help. <clears throat> we need a lot of people to do that. So I uh, hope that's covered what your potential question might have been. It was a bit unclear. In terms of the Cloud9 thing, um, whether they will achieve major winning form again. Uh, I've said in this podcast a number of times, I think Stewie2K was vital to the energy that took them to winning the major. And uh, with his departure, I think their chance of getting back to that form is very slim. Uh, we saw recently at IM Sydney, Rush, um, Tarek, Automatic were playing at a very high level, and yet they still couldn't beat teams like FaZe, who had four players who were playing at a very high level. Um, and I think unless FNS steps up massively on an individual level, we're not going to see it because Skadoodle's been around long enough to know what sort of consistency he gets. Um, and I also think in terms of Skadoodle, it did come out that when, after the major, Stewie and Skadoodle weren't happy playing together and the team basically said, well... Stewie's more valuable to us, so Skadoodle, you should probably step down. That's why he said, I'm taking a break. It wasn't because he wanted a break. It's because they kicked him, basically. And then when Stewie decided to go to SK, he came back. So I think it's very hard to get your chemistry back after a sort of kick like that. Um, I did speak to Bolts about this similar thing uh, when it looked like Automatic was going to come in to replace him at SK, and then he didn't, so then Bolts stayed. Bolts was very professional about it and said, look, it's all being a, it's all a part of being a pro. It's all a part of like doing what's best for the team. But I think, you know, um, if I was to draw probably a, an inappropriate analogy, but um, if you discovered that your girlfriend had been on a date with a guy and you confronted her about it and she said, yeah, look, I was thinking about it. But in the end, I realized that he wasn't available. So now I'm coming back to you and I do love you. and I want to make this work. You know, something, something gets broken there, right? So I don't think that we'll ever see the same sort of energy and synergy that we did see at the major. Something's been broken. If it's going to happen, it's going to take a while to happen, especially as well because we've seen that FNS has a very different style in his leading to the way Tarek did, which is much looser. And it's going to, going to take a long time for those guys to actually get any sort of synergy back. Right, let alone the sort that they had at the major, which was kind of incredible. Uh, one thing I would say is if you are an NA fan, I would look at NRG. I would start watching NRG demos, start watching NRG games. Those guys have only been together for a very short time, but the showing they gave at IEM, which was basically their sort of maiden voyage, was very impressive. They put up a very impressive game against Australis and a very impressive best of three against G2. And... Uh, I think if you just want to support NA teams, those guys are probably on the up and up right now. I hope that's answered your question. I'm pretty damn exhausted, but uh, I will be releasing another interview tomorrow night. In the meantime, enjoy the game. Enjoy the game.